Today on the Be Sexy Plants podcast, we have the amazing Samantha Frost. Sam is a recognized expert in nutritional and herbal medicine, integrated pharmacology, environmental health, and community health promotion. She was also the former global nutrition lead for Adidas Runners, and she's coaching athletes, Olympians around the world to peak performance with plant-based nutrition. And now... Sam is actually the global head of nutrition at your super. I know. We're so excited. Sam, we're so excited to have you join um, our podcast today. And actually, you will be joining us monthly. So all the listeners, and if you're listening, to answer all of your questions to Sam. Sam, tell us today our topic is plant-based eating. How important is it and why is it so important? Tell us a little more about your journey, how you how you yeah, discovered plant-based for you. Thank you so much. That is a beautiful introduction. I feel very flattered and excited. Uh, this is a topic that has developed over many years for me. And I would say <clears throat> while I was studying, I did a lot of experimentation. Um, I was vegan for quite a long time. I experimented for a very short period of time with keto and I basically did trial and error on myself. And mm. then when I was starting clinics, um, I was seeing patients every single day with very complicated cases that I noticed don't fit to one specific diet. I noticed with my um, experience there that I needed to take pieces from different strategies and styles that I'd learned before. And then I continued to experiment on myself. Um, and basically, yeah, I had a great time with my clients and I always had to answer to a supervisor to exactly why this makes sense for this person in this circumstance. And what I noticed is the more I understood the wider context of how uh, adaptable and personal it is, uh, yeah, I was actually able to heal my own Hashimoto's disease and undo my own immune uh, illness so that I officially don't have any measurable immune, uh, system issue anymore. And, uh, yeah, I've been through it with a lot of other people in their journeys as well. And yeah, it's extremely powerful. It really has provided me with the ability to explore all kinds of adventures and activities that I never thought I would have the energy to do before. How did you, um, have and you said you with Hashimoto's and, and autoimmune disease and was that the reason when you started okay I need to work on my own nutrition or were you always into nutrition already when you were younger and and wanted to become a nutritionist well, how was that uh how did that yeah that's a very good question uh no I wasn't always interested in nutrition obviously but I think it was subconsciously um I see this now also with my own children. I think it's a potentially genetic trait that I used to separate my food on the plate and mm -hmm. I never really ate meat or bread. Um, mm -hmm. So, and I never really wanted very cooked food um, and I didn't really grow out of that. So um, I like to just have a big salad and very lightly cooked or steamed vegetables on the side and the other things I would eat sparingly and at the end. And my parents always thought that was a little bit strange, um, but I always had lots of energy um, and I didn't eat a lot, a lot of fruit. Um, I never really liked a lot of ice cream and yeah, pastries and things like that. So I already kind of had the tendency to instinctively be plant 
based. I just felt better and my digestion was better and my mood was better. Um, but I didn't consciously do that. And when I was looking at my possibilities for university, I was really good at maths and science at school. And then I was looking at courses to do with maths and science and my mother's a nurse and my father is a personal trainer or physical trainer um, and specialized um, for the military and had strong discipline and loved cooking. Um, but I could never follow a recipe. I was always just throw stuff together. So he was very good at following recipes and I was the opposite. So looking at all these different dynamics, um, the courses at the university on health science were like, there's a lot of maths and science there and things that I'm very good at. I'm not specifically going for the nutrition part, but I love this idea of understanding biology and how things work. And it looked like it was approaching understanding the environment and how we interact you know, with a human body and a mind, I kind of just looked at the course content and went, I think I'll have a look at that. I'll do that course. Let's have a look how that goes. And then I just never stopped studying because I finished it. And then I went, that's not enough. I should do herbal medicine now. That's not enough. I should study pharmacology now. I don't, still don't know enough. I'm going to do the rest. <laughs> um, yeah. Cause it's just so interesting. As soon as you get to a certain point, you realize, Oh, there's a whole other gap there that I should look into. And uh, I think with plant-based medicine, depending on what region you're in, and looking at how you're interacting with your environment, it's just such a versatile sort of area to explore so many dimensions of our just everyday experiences. And what what were some of the things that you also really learned, like from, from plant-based eating? And I think that's still a question we get so often, right? Like, why plant-based? What are some of the health benefits that you do experience with it? And and like, how was it for yourself? But also like, even if you, if you look at some of the research, like what, what is it that people can expect? Um, I would say a standout aspect of plant-based medicine is, well, for me anyway, is noticing that you eat slower. Like you have to chew plants. Like if you're eating a, a, a meal that's mostly plant-based, you have to chew more. Um, you need to spend a bit more time like smelling the food and interacting um, with the flavors because the difference between a zucchini when it's sitting there unprepared and then when you slice through it, the secretions from the plants, because they're still alive, they secrete enzymes and they protect themselves. And the interaction between us and that texture and the, the spiciness or the aroma or how an onion stings your eyes, like, I find that you you have an exchange with the plant-based food that you don't quite have to a level when you're preparing animal-based food because it's sort of not really responding, whereas plants kind of respond. And then as you're eating it, you experience even another level of secretion and texture depending on how it's prepared. Um, so I think just like the, that mindfulness of like sitting with the meal and the smell of the meal and the difference between how it tastes um, as to how it was smelling when you were preparing it. So I'd say on an interaction level, the colors, it's just very naturally colorful. Um, so I would say just the sensory experience of interacting with the food provides like this anticipation of what it's going to feel like after you've eaten it um, on another level compared to, yeah, when you're preparing something that you're really, really needing to cook it or go through lots of purification processes before. Yeah. So I feel like there's just that level of connection and like allowing time to experience it. Um, yeah. In combination with other things that are going on, I find that an extra level of nourishing. Um, it's not just about the food, but it's about how I interact with the food and what that means to me, opposed to just considering it like one portion or source of energy on a plate. It's a more dynamic uh, experience. 
Mm. I totally agree. I think it's always when I see my rainbow salad, I already know it's going to be good for me. So I feel like it's totally the first step, all these beautiful colors. Yeah. And I'm like, this is amazing. Nature is doing that um, automatically. And then I always feel better already while I'm eating this, right? It's more mindful already because I see how... How beautiful these colors are well and i think that's like for for anyone listening right that's such a good tip also if you think about um just wanting to eat healthier to start adding more colors to your diet which is naturally going to come from plants but you actually already know then that you're going to get a wide variety of nutrients as well so i think that's that color of just starting very simple direction of adding more color to your plate that really actually helps you getting healthier as well and especially more greens and reds and and these colors not yellows Perfect. like french fries that's not a color <laughs> listening uh, but, but rather greens and and tomatoes and and red peppers and all these kind of great colors yeah i agree um and then if you if you think about plants right like what what are some of the really the magic that is in plants that is really how it's like really improving our health i like this question too um let me tell you about this magic from my experience um so i remember telling this story and explaining it to clients in regards to swapping certain foods out and trying things out so imagine what a plant has to go through before it gets to your plate it has to literally explode out of its seed shell. Like the amount of energy in that tiny little space is incredible. And then it has to adapt to the environment that it's in. It only has the anticipation of what it's going to arrive into once it bursts out of the seed. And then it's going to deal with the environment of the soil, the acidity, how if it's too wet or too dry, that seed has to adapt to that environment. And then by the time it gets to the surface, there's a whole other level of adaptation there that that seed has to just deal with every single stage of its growth process. And then before it gets to the stage where it's fully ripe and at a, at a, a point of development that it's suitable for us to consume, it has gone through a whole level of adapting, evolving, changing, shifting, dealing with things that were completely unpredictable. And then by the time it comes to our plate and we eat that, we eat all of the antioxidants, all of the chemicals and the enzymes that that plant built to make it possible for it to get to that point. All of those protective chemicals and uh, exchanges that it had between the parts that were nourishing and growing, uh, we get that when we eat it. We get that whole journey by the time it comes to our plate. The, the comprehension of that and how incredible that is, I think, is just, and it's still alive and still growing. You know, when you're slicing the food, you can still see that it's still trying to protect itself. Like every single stage there, it's giving you its living energy. It's just, you know, it's not, it's not breaking itself down at that stage. It's still, yeah, the fact that it can start to get more ripe means that it's still yeah, responding to the oxygen levels in the air. And it's just, we get all of that in our body when we eat it. How amazing is that? All of those protections and adaptive, uh, yeah, chemicals and resources go to our cells and our body and we can keep that energy momentum active. I just think that's amazing. And in, in, in that picture, I think it's such a great picture because it's, it's so many foods we're eating in our regular diet in our society that is not alive anymore, right? Whether it's highly processed and comes out of a package which is dead or it's um, somewhat animal products that are also not alive anymore obviously um, because they're laying dead on our plate um, and so the, this whole foods plant-based 
already from your picture, you can already see how healthy that is for your body because that's the aliveness, right, of the plants versus, okay, all the packaged and the processed stuff that hasn't really anything in there. And then you read the, the, the stats of how many people are vitamin mineral deprived because of the way they eat, right? Because they're not eating anything living. So just looking at this, right, it's so easy to just like eat more living, eat more living things. I love your conclusion, Michael. <laughs> That's the conclusion. That's the conclusion. Um, no, it's, I think it's totally true. I think something I really always realize, even with, with our mixes, we, you know, we did, we did some sourcing trips as well. And just like meeting, meeting the farmers. And I think seeing how they, you know, how something is grown, how much time it takes, how much love also and care, you know, is needed to grow something. And, um, obviously like our products are naturally dried. And then from, but from that standpoint, it's like, we just forget the time and energy it took even to become what it what it was right mm -hmm. and sometimes even just looking at a tree that is growing i don't know an apple an orange whatever a lemon whatever it is it's like it's like it's actually so magical it's so crazy to comprehend of like hey this is just like growing on a tree which is yeah. super super fascinating nice and then i think if you then think about plant-based even compared to other diets like what are some of the difference in health benefits that you see uh, that people would experience I mean, yeah, when I'm talking about plant-based with clients, I, I try to keep the, like the word diet out of the conversation in general, mm -hmm. um, because I like to talk about plant-based in sort of representation of a, a lifestyle that feels very empowering. Um, so you're not dependent on measuring certain portions and you can't really do the wrong thing. Um, so you have your meal, you experience it. Perhaps you notice that you might have bloating or you might have a, an experience with the food that's uncomfortable. And every time you have that with plant-based food, you notice it quite quickly, the texture in your mouth and the response from the body. And you know, that depending on how you prepare it, for example, with lentils, you know, depending on how long you soaked it, did you sprout them or did you cook them after depending on how you prepared it, you could eat the same food in different forms and your body could interact with it completely differently. So I feel like it's sort of opens up a space instead of isolating. Um, so I find a lot of diets can feel very much like, okay, I have to keep within this space of the rules of the diet. And if I move out of it, I've failed or I've, you know, um, done something bad or I'm not disciplined. And there's a lot of judgment around it when you kind of box it into that space of like, I'm following this diet, this diet, I need to eat this much of this type of food this often. And if I didn't, I'm failing the diet. Whereas I find like approaching plant-based as a lifestyle, if I'm integrating plants into my mealtime, regardless of like exactly what I've done for a combination, I'm nourishing myself. It's, it's just, I find it quite opening and it, opportunities are opened up where you can feel curious about experimenting with the food. Oh, I totally got bloated when I ate it that, but she mentioned that if you mix it with this food, it offsets whatever it is that causes it. Okay. So next time I'll, I'll put lemon dressing on it or I'll, you know, add, you know, something else to it. And you'll go, Oh, actually that combination is totally different. I ate the same food, but because I played around with it. So rather than becoming more like judgment focused or counting and measuring and putting pressure on ourselves to focus on that thing, we're just kind of playing with it more. I just find it a bit more fun and yeah. And like when you go to markets and when you go to the shop and you're picking out the different colors and you're looking at the food and going, I'm going to put these, these guys together. Hi, there you go. You can go in my trolley. I'm going to, I'm going to make a stir fry with you later. I just find that whole interaction, you know, you don't need to pack, you know, have too much steps along the way. 
yeah, I just find it very freeing. Yeah, I think it's uh, such a great point you mentioning. I think the not being restrictive, right? And I think so many diets when you restricting something, you want to have it again after. It's not long term, not sustainable. Um, but I think with adding more plants into your diet, right? It's just like it's just good like, for everyone. It's just good for everyone, and, yeah. and it doesn't matter where you are on your journey too. Uh, for me, it was totally empowering too. And I th because people always ask me, oh, what are you eating now when you're, when you're eating more plants? And I was like, I'm eating so many things I've never ate before. So my, my palate of what I'm eating is actually so much more. I'm, I'm experiencing so much more variety from plants, plants I've never eaten, fruits I've never eaten, um, and combinations I've never done. And so I feel like it's expanding actually your your uh what you eat and your yeah. palate what you're eating the variety you're eating then yeah. then being restrictive of one thing yeah and i think to add to that i think the diet right is it's often about depriving mm -hmm. it's about what you cannot eat mm -hmm. uh, about eating less i think that's often what it's what it means and i think if i think about plant-based eating it's it's not so much about the amount, by the way, for everyone listening, it's mostly more. Uh, and it's it's really just focusing on, you know, getting more plants in, even if you're not 100% plant-based, if it's 80%, 90%, right? It's just this focus on, on getting getting lots and lots of plants into you. And I think that's really focusing on the positive. And it's definitely not the counting because oftentimes we, we cannot get enough. And if we actually really nourish ourselves with the real stuff, we actually get full and we know versus like we're eating and eating but we actually never really get um you know how you say that's satisfied with yeah. you know with our food and the hunger never goes away sam yeah. you've studied obviously everything in terms of herbal medicine superfoods um tell us a little are superfoods real right <laughs> and, and maybe when you studied all this for so many years right and, and some of this herbal medicine what what were some of the the superfoods you came across that you're like oh my god i didn't i had no idea how powerful some of these can be right and and in 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 our diet uh yeah sure so um what i found particularly incredible um was like the volume of when you get into the specifics of herbal medicine how much of those herbal medicines are just foods that you kind of didn't take much notice of before. So, um, yeah, I mean, I discovered spirulina as a student. I went to a workshop outside of hours that were recommended, um, from this very excited gentleman from New Zealand, um, who was eating only spirulina for a very long time. Um, and he was just explaining what his experience was of just spirulina for, I think, I can't, I think he said like 11 months. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Um, yeah. And he was very, he, he was very um, detailed and visual <laughs> visualization of what his whole digestive experience was and how he really felt like, isn't it incredible that I, I just got that from the sea and the spirulina, it's like, an, it's an algae. It's just growing on rocks. It's like a weed, uh, basically, like you, you wouldn't look at it twice, but I can, I'm, you know, I can consume that and it's nourishing my whole body just within, you know, it's got all those essential, it's got amino acids in it. It's got minerals, it's got vitamins and I'm great. You know, uh, I'm really happy and I'm super excited about how amazing my body is and what it's able to do with that. Um, I suppose 
my favorites that I get really excited about. And I talk a lot about with athletes. So if there's anyone who would listen to this, who already knows me, I love sprouts. I love sprouts, alfalfa sprouts, mung bean sprouts, just the little plant babies, um, parsley, um, you know, those, they're herbs, they're herbal medicines, um, the, the, the roots, ginger and turmeric. And I mean, the joke about integrating turmeric into your diet and then just being cautious about that, that color, that potent color, that color that will leave your teeth and tongue very yellow for a long time. And depending on what surface area you're cooking on, you're just going to have to accept it for a while (laughs) being yellow. That is a representation of how the potency of the antioxidants and the chemicals in that will just stick to you. It'll Mm -hmm. just, it's so strong. The capacity of those chemicals to bond um, is, is just, is just incredible. Um, and we're constantly trying to mimic nature in science. Um, so I think just as I started to comprehend, um, what our human body is able to get out of a very small dose, um, um, and how our body is able to transform it. So not just that the superfood is amazing, but what our body does in response to it, um, that kind of, yeah, it still gets me very excited. And if we, add sprouts onto the top of a meal or if we sprinkle a little bit of this on top of a meal. Um, I mean, the thing is also like even with the powdered forms, they don't lose their chemical properties. They don't, you don't really, it doesn't just disappear because it became dehydrated because we're mostly made out of water. As soon as you consume it and it's mixing with that water, it's that, that those chemical bonds are exploding with each other. It's completely, it's never dead those bonds, those connections, that power, um, as soon as it's mixing with the makeup of your body, that the magic is happening within you. And it's the interaction that you have that energy exchange. uh, That is the magic. It's not the food. That's the magic. It's your exchange with it. And as those bonds coming together, that is creating that power. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. It's really how you also say that it's really the your body right that is actually doing the magic as well and i think it's it's really almost thinking about superfoods is actually empowering your body what it's supposed to be doing and what it's capable of which i think is really is really powerful yeah i love what you said that that we in, in science modern science always tries to mimic yeah nature right and and a lot of people pay a lot of money to try to mimic these amazing superfood properties because they're so powerful. Well, we want to pet them, right? right? And yeah. and um, <laughs> and I think that is so magical about some of these ingredients, right? That that nature is so powerful and can help us with a small dose, right? And so it makes it so mm. accessible and so easy for people to really supercharge, right, the system and really nourish the body with without having to eat right like this huge amounts of of yeah. uh, of fruits and, and vegetables so in our modern lifestyle we i still think that's such a, a game changer right because it's we're all so busy right and can we with small doses really help our bodies yeah i think we should pause for here i think there's so many even just based on this conversation i'm like oh there's so many more topics and i think for anyone listening we would love to get write us on instagram at your superfood you can uh, either write you can write Sam you can write we'll, we'll link everything up but like let us know your questions we want to hear from you we're gonna be talking to Sam every single month and we're gonna do deep dives in different topics maybe different superfoods like really whatever you guys want to hear from us so we would love to hear more about that and then Sam I'm, I'm excited for our next conversation already next month 
do you have a tip of the do you have a tip of the month for for our listeners tip of the month from sam okay uh yeah actually i would just draw on what we were just speaking about i would say tip of the month is next time you go grocery shopping have a look if the store has fresh sprouts or if they don't go have a look at the section where they might have seeds or lentils and just buy a packet of perhaps perhaps mung beans. They're very cost effective and just take them home, soak them in water, rinse them once a day and watch a tiny handful, not even become a huge container full of mung beans that are sprouting and alive and just sprinkle that on top of your meals mixed in with whatever else and just watch those plants grow and uh if you have the the shops that have have got them fresh sprinkle them on top as well and just imagine these plant babies are uh adding that little bit of spice and color and uh fluffiness to the top of the meal nice that's a fantastic tip and uh in our conversation today living foods plant-based is living foods Yep. Um, Superfoods, a great add-on. Still living also. Yeah. Um, lots of colors. Lots of colors. So many tips. So many tips. <laughs> okay. Next great. time we dive deeper in various topics. Yep. One of my favorite topics um, is how do you make athletes even perform better with food? So we'll, we'll hear from Sam next time on that is too. Is that the topic? I think so. Okay, we'll see. Maybe we'll I'll see. Just, <laughs> maybe I just want to talk to Sam about Okay. It. Um, but... Um, great. Sam, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much too for inviting me. It was a pleasure. Looking forward to the next one.